Welcome back to Queen Beauty Podcast, the self-care kickback with your host, Elise. And Quandris. Join our journey on adulting, self-love, and wellness mixed with a few laughs. And giggles. (laughs) (laughs) Remember, you can hear this episode and more by visiting our website, www.queenbeautypodcast.com. It's our 47th episode. Yes, indeed. (laughs) We're here, everybody. And today's episode is being recorded somewhere between Mental Health Awareness Month, Mother's Day, and the unmentionable, unshakable status of our U.S. history with Roe versus Wade being in limbo. But that's a conversation for another day. Absolutely. We're going to get into it. <laughs> Not only, put a pin in it. There we go. How about Take that? A pin in it. We'll right. Um. So, yeah, this month we actually wanted to talk about and have a theme going on on inspiration and being inspired and what inspires you. Um. And even yes. though some of the topics might be a little heavier than others, we still want to consider yeah, inspirational. I mean, <laughs> honestly, you know. It's important because mm-hmm. it's Mental Health Awareness Month, so it's like the elephant in the room that's in broad daylight, right? right? And mm-hmm. there's things that we struggle, everybody struggles with. And then there's things that people struggle with, and a lot of times people feel like they're alone and right. they just need a little bit of support. So if we can provide a little bit of support and a, an encouraging word, um, that is the difference maker. So, you know, it could be a huge difference maker. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. So a part of our, you know, our QB spin is what gets you out of bed? And, you know, (laughs) it's tough outside of like, you got to go to work, right? Because that's probably everybody's like, number one thing, you got to get at a certain point, you just going to have to get up because you have to go to work, right? (laughs) But outside of that, like thinking of like, the small joys, you know, hmm. they get you up and get you going. So I snoozed a lot today specifically because I went to bed late, but, and then I woke up super early, went to the gym and then went back to sleep, which happens. I love that you can go to the gym and then go home and go back to sleep. Like, first of all, let's stop there. How amazing is that? <laughs> That's not something that anybody wants to write home about because the time that I wake up is at 420 in the morning. So oh, well, wait, never mind. Right. You got it. You got it. Right. Like, and it's not every day. So I pat myself on the back the two times yeah. a week that I can consistently do that. I'm, yeah. I'm going to take those days, but I, I think about the question of what gets you out of bed when I'm thinking about how many times I've snoozed. Um, but I don't, I don't know if the thing that's getting me out of bed consciously is the thing that I'm saying I need to get out of bed for. Uh, I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm like, all right, I got to get out of bed. I got to get to work or I got to I got to brush my teeth. I got to wash. I got to do like, it's all those things, but then you're wired away to get you out of bed. Like, what is that reason? Like, what is this? Is, is it nature versus nurture? Am I used to getting out of bed? Like, why am I getting out of bed and have to get out of bed? Honestly, I think it's that. Um, but I think sometimes, especially when, when things are a little bit tougher and let's say it's like not a day that you have to go to work. 
Mm. You know, and you have to, but you got stuff to do. You know, chances are, if um, you know, lucky if you don't, you just lay there. But in general, it's kind of sometimes it could be hard to even answer that question. Yeah. Um, to be perfectly honest, I struggle with it. And it's like, you know, um, you got the typical answers that you can give, but to like think deeply on it, I think would be like a good thing to do. So like just maybe trying to make a little list of sorts of little things that bring you joy, like reasons to just get up and get out of bed. So it's fun. Yes, I agree. Things that get you, give you joy, reasons to get out of bed. So I think on the surface, people say they got to go to work, but for the, if that's a reason to get out of bed, let's say. Right. Mm-hmm. But what comes with going to work? Money. Yeah. <laughs> and what yeah. comes with money? The ability to enjoy life to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Is mm-hmm. that the reason why people get out? Like, I'm trying to think about like, or if it's supporting your family. Because if I don't go to work, then I can't support my family. And then we gonna be on the street. Like, are those like the, the, the deeper level consequences? I know, like, I didn't even think, like when I saw this question, I was like, I didn't even think it was gonna be like a deep question, but right. it can get kind of deep if you let it. <laughs> but you know, this whole, I feel like a lot of our conversations, they'd be like, dig deeper, the sociology and that's just comes in. No, I know, <laughs> absolutely. We're not just going to answer the question like, uh, because I'm trying to go out to the weekend, bad, bad, bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, right? And it is like, how quickly are you getting out of bed? Like, are you getting out right when you have like just enough time to wash your face, get dressed and get out the door? Like, or are you giving yourself enough time to make tea? I know people who actually have time to get make coffee and eat breakfast. <laughs> well, that's a, actually before they leave out the door, which we should all try. That's a beautiful segue into our topic for this podcast. Um, ironically, it's about boundaries, and one of the things about boundaries is like focusing on you intentionally and like. Sometimes we don't give ourselves that permission when we're giving ourselves five minutes to get ourselves together versus those that decide I need to make time for myself and I need to get my tea and I need to have time to take this 30 minute shower and I need to do my face routine and I need to do this and I need to do that. And they say, I'm going to get up early because that's what I'm going to do for myself consistently. And you know, the thing about it, especially because when, when you talk about boundaries, you kind of have to talk about self-awareness. And mm-hmm. I feel like those people who do give themselves that time are a little bit more self-aware on what they need to get their little zhuzh going for the day. Yes. Um, they have a routine, they have their whatever going on. So they're not falling out of bed. And I can tell you the days that I have to just fall out of bed <laughs> versus the days I, I allot the time to get up and maybe go for a walk or, you yes. know, or how you go to the gym or whatever. You feel better about the day. You, you know, do. You like when there's a little, get a little bit more accomplished. <laughs> yeah, you'd be surprised. You look up if you when I'm super productive, especially if there's a a workout on the weekend included in the the weekend. I'm ultra productive. Like I'll have the energy to go straight to the grocery store, then the energy to clean up the house. Whereas if I slept, the energy to do all of the above. Is not right. 
it's not there. You have just enough time. You can't even, you can't do anything, right? You just got to get out the door and like mm-hmm. straight into the grunt of the day. So it's kind of, yeah, those days feel different than the other days. So, but I think doing that self-awareness helps create, because you have to have self-awareness in order to even begin to create boundaries. How are you going to create boundaries? You don't know what, what's what, like what, what offends you, what, you know, what, you know, you need, you have to know what you're I think it's you have to know what makes you feel crunchy and yes. what doesn't. Oh, <laughs> I remember um, me and Rachel talking about that before. Like, I think her feeling was like, you don't know, everybody has a different feeling. Some people say that, like, when they're just really aggravated and agitated, that they just kind of feel like super crunchy inside. And I think one time I described it as like a lightning rod going straight down the middle of my body and it starts to illuminate. <laughs> like whatever that thing is, it just makes you feel like you're getting to that point, right? Yes. It's like your boundaries are protecting you from getting to that point. Mm-hmm. But you have to know what those things are that get you to that point. And that so, comes with the self-awareness because like, right. I know when I can name it now, I didn't know years ago, but when I would have physical effects of um, biting on my bottom lip, (laughs) it was because I was stressed and my boundaries were being um, taken advantage of, or I wasn't setting enough boundaries for myself. So I was allowing the day to take control of me and I wasn't giving it back. And so my body's reaction was to bite my bottom lip and purse my lips really tightly. (laughs) But now I'm able to define that as a giveaway that I need to set boundaries. So when it happens, I automatically switch. It's an indicator. That's actually good that you got an indicator. I'm like, oh. Some people don't. And they just like get really angry. You know, we can get angry because we haven't. And I like the way that you said, because people were taking advantage or you were allowing people to take advantage because you didn't set those boundaries. Mm -hmm. That's important to recognize. Like sometimes people unintentionally say things and do things not Mm -hmm. to offend, but it's your personal boundary. So you can kind of, you kind of have to wrap that up and, and, you know, and politely put it in check. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, We did that podcast. I can't remember what the episode is, but when we find it, we're going to put it in the show notes. But it was when Tabitha Brown gave the hymnal read to Wendy Williams. And I definitely said the hymnal read. When you politely put them in check, it's a hymnal read. (laughs) Yes, that's exactly what she completely reset her boundaries. She reset her boundaries and put the whole situation in check all in the same. She did. Hymnal. The hymnal read. (laughs) But no, that's the polite put them in check when the boundaries are. Um, right, goes, because yeah. we don't have to go crazy. We don't. And she's a great example. That was a great point to bring up. Like, you don't have to go crazy and be, you know, outside, step outside of your character and your moral grounds to do it. Um, but first, you have to know what they are. That way you can be ready. Maybe you know your triggers and then you can just go on ahead and, and do it. So let's talk about these boundaries some okay. of them. Obviously, there could be more than what we can talk about, but um, just like kind of on the surface. Awesome. Let's see. So there are four types of boundaries. Oh, wait. 
let me just say that this idea <laughs> of What's boundaries up? What's up, mama? is stemming from me scrolling on Instagram. <laughs> I think it's important to say because you can get in. When somebody's talking, obviously, social media, you might have to set some boundaries in social media. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I did, even though this isn't one of the, the boundary topics, is I started to follow certain types of pages because I was tired of seeing certain types of things. And so you start uh-huh. following things that are uh, making me feel happy. Basically, this is my social media. So things that are dealing with mental health and, you know, all of these things. And the topic of setting these boundaries popped up. So I thought that, you know, we should go in and discuss it. But I would be remiss if I didn't say that I got this idea from scrolling through the gram. Okay. Did you continue? Do you, find, do you remember their, um, the follower or the person you... Um, I actually can find them. Put it in the show notes, girl. I will put it in the show notes. Oh, Brighter Day Wellness. That's that is the IG handle for that. So there you go. I'm putting it in show notes. Awesome. <laughs> Shout out to Brighter Day Wellness. That's awesome. My healthy boundary is trying to learn that new dance that is to that beat that the kids they kick and they look like they moonwalking on the on the angle oh yes you know what i'm talking about I'm talking about yes i, I can't figure it out they like they look like they moonwalking but they on the side they're lateral shuffle moonwalking yes i know i can't do it right and i've been crystal and gina told me this past weekend that i'm not doing it right but i keep trying to do it and that's my self-care boundary folks <laughs> Okay. I won't do it in public because I have self-awareness. See what right. I'm saying? <laughs> well, thank you. That was super vulnerable. Thank you for sharing, friend. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Shout out to Instagram. All right. So our four types of boundaries, Quandris, what are they? So four types of boundaries that um, we're going to talk about topics right so when it comes to topics you might need to just recognize and accept that certain topics are triggering for you Mm. right they might be triggering and we all have different reasons and you know we can get into the reasons at a later date the most important thing is to understand that certain topics might just be off limits for you right And, you know, and it could be a range of things. It could be something dealing with your health. It could be your weight. It could be um, talking about a past event, right? Or past memory that maybe some people find funny or, you know, you know, whatever is something that's always talked about. But for you, you remember that incident totally different, right? Mm -hmm. And it's not something you want to participate in. So that could be your boundary right there is is a particular topic that you just have to say, you know, I'm not comfortable talking about this. (laughs) And so I'm not. (laughs) No, and and honestly, that goes hand in hand um, with there was a eight tips for setting boundaries for your mental health um, provided by the Depression and Bipolar Support Alliance. I was going to wait a little to share it, but when we talk about these topics, you bring up a good point. One of the boundaries um, relating to topics is naming your limits and being clear, direct, and simple. And to me, that hits on the topics of like 
I'm not going to talk about this and being able to articulate it in a clear, direct and simple manner. It doesn't have to be bigger than what you think is it's going to be. Sometimes when people say, oh, I don't, I'm not going to talk about that right now. For the most part, that's respected. It should be respected. You know, you're going to have those occasions where people don't respect that. But at the end of the day, people should be respecting it if you're saying it. Right. And I feel like if you start there in like a respectful, you know, kind of calm place and it's 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 vulnerable to tell somebody that a, a topic makes you uncomfortable. Right. Absolutely. So hopefully you are surrounding yourself with people who do respect you and your boundaries enough to mm-hmm. take heed to them. Um, but it, at least at very least, you can kind of start out with, you know, this isn't something that I really want to talk about. You know, I don't want to come off rude or anything like that but it's something that for me it's a little bit too much mm-hmm. and I don't want to talk about it if that's okay yeah and usually they're gonna say you really have to say if that's okay because it's gonna have to be okay oh, but okay. you know it's just if you if you into pleasantries and niceties and the- <laughs> I know sometimes it can get misconstrued and the yeah. pleasant sometimes and the, the pleasantries sometimes. and the niceties and I mean Every if they're saying nothing wrong with people who are pleasant and nice, but being direct, I don't I don't know who made being direct a, a bad rap because being direct is not is not not nice. It's good to be direct, and it is you can still be nice and direct. Yeah, you can still you can still not you know go crazy with it. I feel like if if ever there's a time to be direct, it's when you're setting your boundaries, mm-hmm. right? Because it's a boundary. The boundary is. If we're picturing like uh, uh, um, ourselves in like this horse field or a bubble or whatever, there's a distinct line around it. It's a boundary. So I think that when we communicate that with people, we need to be just as firm as that boundary we're trying to set. And it's and I think you said it right. Like communicate and articulating it is probably yep. the hardest thing because we don't usually want to offend people or we're already too much in our feelings because of the topic that we just kind of like fire it off before we even give the chance to say and recognize that it's not them it's the topic right I agree with you yes the topic I agree Mm -hmm. that's some food for talk what's the next uh type of boundary oh so time time and I feel like we've talked about this before I know yet we've talked because we talked about time management we talked about all of all of the things when it comes to time for real and and it's super important because that's the one thing you can't get back right forever you can't get that back so and I know it's easy for us to just sometimes be overly accessible to people and available Mm -hmm. and no one said we had to kind of it adds pressure sometimes no one said we had to but I was talking to my mom last night ironically about time Mm -hmm. and you know technology has done so much for our society but it really has messed us up when it comes to the availability of yourself and feeling the pressure because I don't know who made it a thing where it was like one-sided technology so like Oh, technology will do it faster. Yes, that's a fact. But they did not take into account the human brain ability and capability to intake 
all of this information faster. No one's done, I don't know if no one's done it, but I haven't seen any longitudinal studies that come out about, are you able to actually comprehend being available by 50 text messages and 25 phone calls and a thousand emails? And so like, I remember avidly talking to people where they'll be like, oh, hey, I just sent you this. Did you get it? And I, I think that people have this misconception that just because you got it, you've been able to comprehend it or review it or like take it in. <laughs> like to me, those are two. I've had that happen. I've had that happen. Like in um, personal life, work life, all of it. All like of somebody the in like an article. Yeah. Or heaven forbid, like a whole contract. Like, no, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I just so look at you. Get it? I mean, maybe. I mean, okay, I saw it come through. Right, because we do that. Sometimes, we, I mean, you have to see things so that you can know how to prioritize it, right? Because you're trying to protect your time. But I think you're right. And I, I didn't know that that's where you're going to go with it with the time. Like how, literally how, what the impact is of us getting information and getting stuff like thrown at us. Constant, like it's like ducking, it's like ducking balls that are flying it's around. Scary. Like, and it's like that like you got to stop, but you almost mm-hmm. feel like you have to stop. Yeah. even though you're not supposed to it's not real yeah. I'm sometimes I, I I remember moments being scared to like charge my phone in a different room like I wasn't I wasn't like waiting on like an important anything like nothing was happening it's just like you just don't want because you don't want to miss a call you don't want to miss it and that's why I say like you know put your phone you have to like it's like you got to pull back from it but I think like this whole thing on time and just giving people times that work for you is just super important versus just having people feel like they can just access interject mm-hmm. and give you the time because they're I mean they're giving you the time that works for them but if it does not work for you and it's not to like be nitpicky about it because if someone else has you know a lot everybody has things going on but it's just to not always be the person that bends on their time mm-hmm. um that's, and if that's a boundary that you need to set, and we all know some people are really good with managing their time and their schedules, but like if that's a boundary that needs to be set, then it's something that you got to kind of like, instead of being really crunchy and like setting the time and setting the date for the whatever the thing, and then being crunchy because you didn't set your proper boundary and you didn't really even want to do it. Mm-hmm. Like just maybe be aware that time is a thing for you, like, you know, like, and that's a boundary. So try to kind of like bring it in before it spirals versus Agreed. You know, it becoming a triggering situation and an unhappy situation. That's real. That's facts. And an unhappy situation links back to, I don't want to get out of bed in the morning. Oh my gosh, look at you. <laughs> it does, because if you go through too many of those, yep. if you just hit every single accept, <laughs> every single accept on every single little thing, that can be like debilitating. It's daunting. It is daunting. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then you think in the now, your schedule is jam-packed. You can't get up at 4.30 to go to whose gym? And why? Ooh. And why? Give me a reason. Right. Give me one good reason why. Look, why come? Why? Come? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I wonder if that is what's happening on the moments where you just kind of roll out of bed because you're just so like, who cares? So much is overwhelming. Like, and that's what life can become. Yeah. 
which is why, you know, there's a need for mental health awareness month to understand because like legit Mm -hmm. life can be overwhelming. Adulting can be hard. Like, and sometimes you just need somebody to reel it on in because we're not, we are not perfect. So every day is a trial to try to do a little bit (laughs) better. Can I tell you how true that is? And like, these podcasts, I just, I was just sharing that I'm, I got to go back and listen to some of them for myself again, yes. because sometimes they really help me. Like I feel I forget the audience is there. <laughs> me too. <laughs> no, it's very helpful. Like legitimately. All right, everyone. I need to tell you this because we had April on our podcast a couple of weeks back um, about her IB tripping business. And I was at the brink of feeling like I was doing too much and I needed to reel it in and do more mindless tasks, mindless tasks. And Quandris was like, we just had the podcast yesterday. (laughs) You were like, if you don't go on and use April services, girl. And I was like, oh, she definitely does have a subscription. I didn't send April's name to everybody and their mama, but I go (laughs) It was easy looking in on everybody else's situation. It's a little bit more difficult to look in at self. And Absolutely. But I'm glad yeah, you said it though. But it was literally from our conversation during our podcast. And then it, it hit home after reflecting. And I was like, you are so right. Like, dang, I need to get my time back. Like, and I'm going to schedule these recurring um, subscription packages so I can date myself. And take myself out and do the things that I want to do and not have to plan it because I need my time back. It's so it's such a cool idea too. And if y'all missed the episode on Ivy Tripping, you have to go back and find it again. Yep. We'll link it because sometimes, listen, it's mental health month. You need a break and maybe you just don't have the capacity to like think about all the little things that or the things that you want to do and you're just not quite sure. And you can't, you don't even have time to look it up. That's where April, that's where April and Ivy Tripping comes in. Okay. Because she will find some fun stuff for you to do. And that's a plug. That was our last episode. So episode 46. So shout out Mm -hmm. to that episode and shout out to April doing her thing because I'm very proud of her. And shout out to whoever is going to utilize the service because it's helping you with your boundary of time and (laughs) at least giving somebody else the opportunity to help you when you need that help. Well, that help. Mm-hmm. Say that again. Yep. Mm-hmm. Period. The next boundary is physical. Physical boundaries. That can get deep. That can get deep on so many different levels. Yes. Um, again, super important for you to know what. Before we get into the physical, I was trying mm-hmm. to relate this to our eight tips for setting boundaries. And the time one with IB tripping is if you need backup, get support. And that was, that's one of the boundaries that the depression and bipolar support alliance shared as a tip for setting boundaries. So there you go. You go. Get support. And it's okay. Everybody's not like this time whiz that can like figure everything out and do everything. We don't, we, we don't have to do all of that stuff. Get the support. It's stuff. It's a service for everything. Yeah. It's and it's okay to get some help. Absolutely. All right. So, getting into physical boundaries, it's interesting because 
I think when it's, and I could be mistaken, but physical boundaries are like super, it's a, it's a touchy subject because, no mm-hmm. pun intended, but it's like, it's, it's an interesting subject because a lot of people are a little bit more aware that of being triggered by some type of physical interaction than the other ones. But again, it could also be, depending on your personality type, something that you could be really uncomfortable with saying and with sharing. Right. And for whatever reason, I'm thinking about the whole idea, which is it's kind of it's off topic, but it's on topic. But the idea of, you know, um, when you were a kid and you saw certain relatives coming in and, and everybody wants you to give them a hug, but you kind of feel weird about it. Yeah. But you're considered like rude if you don't give the hug, but it's your physical space and you and for whatever reason, kids have that sense that they just, you know, they, some people they run up to with no issues, but some people they were kind of like standoffish with. Mm-hmm. And um, it just, when I'm now that I'm looking at this, it's just something that I'm reminded of that it, the physical touch, like, again, it could be egregious and crazy where we know, okay, that's not something I want done, but it might not be something so egregious. It could be something like that. It could be Um, something like that. It can be something as simple as like, not for nothing, but we are in a post-COVID world and even people just showing up in front of your face really closely. Um, There's, there are people who have like came up to me really close to my face and spoke to me. And I was just like, I backed away and I was like, Hey, can you back up just real quick? (laughs) <laughs> but like it, it need you to back up just a little bit like it's just real simple but I, we don't have to talk very close we don't right. talk close right 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 I and you know and that's kind of hard for some people to do yeah because it can be considered rude and sometimes and this is where self-awareness is important boundaries are important but knowing that you are important and you are enough to set your own boundary like and you don't have to necessarily put people on people's feelings at a higher level than your boundaries because if it's your boundary and it's triggering you need to protect that before you protect someone else's feelings of whatever whatever being feeling like they you know being left out or they feel rude or whatever the case if it's your boundary, it's yours, and you are enough. You have permission <laughs> to set your own boundaries, and I feel like I'm like, you know, we have to say this. We have to remember that because well, it's and it, it really isn't easy for everybody. It's not. It's not. But that's another tip, everybody, from mm-hmm. the Depression and Bipolar Support Alliance, which is giving yourself permission to focus on yourself. It's the first thing they, when you are in an airplane, what do you oh, do yeah. when the plane is going down? Who do you protect mm-hmm. first? Yourself. Mm-hmm. Then you protect the children and your loved ones around you, which is, seems rude, but if they're telling you to do it in the plane, I feel like there might be some truth to it. It is. That can carry in so many different areas because you just, if you're not right, right, and you're constantly allowing people to test your boundaries, you can't be as successful as you would be because you're going to be constantly in a state of getting triggered, Mm -hmm. you know, and constantly in a state of stress. And when you're constantly in a state of stress, 
you're not usually in a space to think as clearly as you could when you're not in a space of stress, constant right. stress. Right. So it's important to protect those boundaries, you know, regularly. Um, just to minimize the stress. It's, life is hard enough. It's hard. It's hard enough without even trying, you know? So it's like, if we can just put some little things here and there to, to make it easier, I think we should. All right. Absolutely. I'm here for it. And I see that like one of the tips is be consistent. So, and that kind of goes along with like, you have to do it regularly because it kind of is like, it's not really a boundary if, you know, some people jump through the hoops and some people don't. And maybe on Tuesdays you right. say it and on Wednesdays you don't. And it's kind of like confusing. So like, <laughs> did you do it or not? Right. Like, are we talking about this or no? You can't be like, this is on topic and then be bringing it up again. Like, Full like I struggle with that with hair. With when I, with hair, <laughs> when you be trying to set your boundaries, it, I struggle. Live in your glory. When you're doing it, you're doing it, and when you're not, you're not. And, and <laughs> I have learned, but I am so loosey goosey with it. It's yes. like it's funny. <laughs> yes, but once you oh, because the thing is, once you open it back up, and you posting did so and so's hair, you just gave everybody permission who you told you wasn't doing that to flood your messages. Yep. Before appointments or whatever the case. So it's like, and that's a great example of why consistency matters. But if you are actually okay with it at that point, then cool. It's all good. If it starts to become a thing where you have to set a little bit, like reel it in, then you will, you know? And that's real. And that's, and to me, that's always been a hobby that came with that required a level of boundary setting because it's a great hobby. It feels fun to do when it's just relaxed, but when there's other things that come with it, like scheduling and other people's time commitments versus my time availability and all those other nuances, it definitely requires boundaries. Can I bring one more thing up when it comes to physical? Yes, absolutely. When you're not feeling well, right? And if you're like a type, I don't want to say type A personality, but whatever type personality it is, it's always on go, uh-huh. right? And then you're not feeling well or something happens and you're whatever, um, you're not at 100% health that you're used, that for you, you're 100% healthy space, yeah. you're not in it. Um, it's okay to set boundaries within that too, because sometimes you like get mm-hmm. sick or you know, something's happening where you're not at 100% health for yourself, whatever 100% is for you. And you try to take on things, right? I'm just quiet here, y'all. Try to take on things that you don't have no business taking on. And I don't know if that's like, yeah, I think it's a boundary. I think it's a boundary thing. It's also a lack of self-awareness to an extent. It is. We think that we're, um, what's it called? Invincible. Wonder Woman. I don't know. Robocop. Like, I don't feel like. Yes. I would say, um, but just unbreakable. And the body yes. needs to be taken care of. And we underestimate that the body will break down if you do not right. take care of it. And so, like, with your immune system and your, your physical health. Yes. And, 
you have to be paying attention to your immune system when it's getting down. Cause like, that's when, you know, sickness is right around the corner. If you are not taking care of yourself and that is an indicator. And that is doing too much sometimes. So that's preach yeah, preaches the choir. We, thank you. This is why our podcasts matter. This is why our podcast matter because we be get we be getting our own in uh like settled into our own self while we're talking. <laughs> Speaking to our own hearts. I feel like and it's and it's interesting because it's like when we talk about boundaries and we're trying to create boundaries and we don't want other people to cross these boundaries. We can't cross our own boundaries sometimes. Sometimes we letting it go. Like we have to, we have to remember our our own our boundaries too for ourselves. And I think that that's where that physical, oh, I'm not feeling well, whatever. I'm gonna go out here and I'm gonna just push through anyway instead of taking that time to rest. That's like uh um, it's not someone else putting it on you. You're kind of putting it on yourself. Like we have to remember our own boundaries. I'm just trying okay. to say that's it. <laughs> all right so what's the last type of boundary mama emotional emotional boundaries so this is when it kind of gets real it's like okay this topic comes up again you're gonna have mm-hmm. to i'm gonna have to leave period oh oh like we're done here like i feel like emotional when it comes to especially if you know like it's it's something that is going to push an emotional button mm-hmm. and it kind of links with topics but this is like um you know you have topics like um certain points in life or milestones that you just like I'm not going to choose to talk about this but right. it can tie into maybe you were you had some type of trauma behind one of those certain life events and it, it, it impacted you on an emotional level so it's like, and then when we get to that point where we've already kind of asked politely, that, you know, I don't care to talk mm-hmm. about this conversation, whatever anymore. And then you get to that next level, they're kind of not getting the point. That's where it, kinda, it comes in, where you're at your state of, okay, this topic comes up again, I'm just going to leave. Because right. you've already said and tried to set your boundary. Mm-hmm. And it's not that it failed because of something you did wrong. It ain't it, you, it's not you. It's not a you thing. People around you at that particular, wherever that thing is, are choosing to go on. So that's when you have to know, okay, time for me to go. Time so, for me to go. Yes. And that's like huge. And I think that's that goes back to like the clear and directness, but also um, another one of the tips from the... Um, setting boundaries was if you're unsure where to start, just start using I statements and be comfortable. Like I'm going to add this piece, be comfortable in using those I statements um, because that sets your boundary. That sets the stage for what you're willing to do or not willing to do. It's not gray. No one can really, I mean, if it's you talking about you, how you gonna question me? It's me. Right. It's me. I'm making the decision for me. And I'm I ready to go. Ready to go. <laughs> right. So it's, you know, you know, people try to talk and they can and they will try to talk you into it, but that's that whole stay firm in it, be consistent with it, be sure about yourself. No, no, thank you. I'm ready to go. Yeah. Thanks for the face. <laughs> and that is really 
the boundaries discussion, um, one of the final things I'll say, um, some pieces that we didn't touch on, we talked about giving yourself permission, self-awareness, sharing your limits, um, being consistent, using I statements, being clear and direct, and getting support when you need backup or help. But the one piece that we didn't mention, which is really like kind of consistent with us starting about small joys and getting up out of bed, is just to start small. Start small. Whether it's something like as simple as, you know, I'm not going to schedule this meeting at five o'clock in the afternoon when it's time for me to go home <laughs> or something like very, very small or, um, you know, I'm going to consistently read my book as opposed to, you know, do something for somebody else that they're expecting me to do that I really don't have to do. Like just do, just start small with everyday things that you think about that give you those those feelings of crunchiness that's becoming a pain point in your life. And if you could just take one simple action, what would that action be? I like that. I like that a lot. And that's the reflective thought. That's a good reflective thought. And the tip is to really sit down and think about those things um, that give you those small joys. Um, Because I think understanding what your small joys are is kind of helping you build upon your self-awareness, yeah. right? And building on your self-awareness is the start of, you know, setting your boundaries. To stop people from taking away your small joys. Right. Give me my three more, man. We got a small joys. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, I, I, oh, away. you can start saying, I want my small joys back. I want my small joys back. I like it. I like it. And on that note, everybody, thank you so much for spending some time with us with your listening ears. You can check out our show notes for information linked within this podcast episode. You can also visit our website, www.queenbeautypodcast.com. Please send any comments or questions to queenbeautypodcast at gmail.com. Take it away. Subscribe to our podcast for instant access on new episodes, y'all. Please leave a five-star rating and share. Share the podcast with your friends. Hopefully, it can bring up some good conversation with you all. You can find us on social media, Instagram and Facebook at Queen Beauty Podcast. And special shout out to our podcast editor, Shania, at Princess Slay. She also does logos y'all yeah <laughs> just a small plug she has a lot of different little things she has going on and if you need some help with some designs go on ahead and hit her up that girl See you back here soon for some quality time with queen beauty peace and love ciao